This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Valerie's Variety Podcast and V Squared. Today's episode is all about signs and what I, as a PM site superintendent, have to navigate daily to get our objectives met. I've worked on and continue to work on larger signage projects. I'm the boots on the ground, the service delivery person, the girl that takes the hits in the field. Main contact once it's produced, I'm this person. Today is a story about my job, my project navigation skills, my position as a female in this world of construction and a project that changed my life forever. The $8 million job. For those of you from Calgary, I was the lead superintendent on the IFP, the International Facilities Project at the Calgary International Airport for the Signage Installation Program. This is the new international portion of the airport, which opened Halloween night, October 31st, 2016. I was there this very night, watching the first flights of passengers make their way through the terminal. What a moment. They were heading somewhere tropical and I was hoping the signage showed them their way. This project started for me in December of 2014 with approximately 6,000 signs to be installed. Starting with tidy little phases for completion to full on mass change orders, adjustments, site instructions, more changes, and on and on it went. Adding to the sheer volume of delays, taking the project from six, maybe nine months to three years for our scope. CCNs are contemplated change notices. This is when a change is suggested, requesting estimates from all the subtrades, and then the debate ensues if this is going to move ahead. Some of these don't get approved for several months sometimes nine months, but you need to make sure you know about this change in the future for when your estimate is approved. This means if they are going to close up the ceiling or add and remove a wall, you need to know about it. So you can designate your area that you need your sign to go into or submit an RFI, request for information. As your scope is now changed, guess what? There's no longer a wall. Wayfinding signage is the type of signage we installed into the airport. Wayfinding. This means signage specifically placed for people to find their way. We didn't design the sign. We didn't design the content. We didn't pick the location as to where this is to be installed. Our scope simply is to build the sign as per approved drawings, to install the sign as per approved placement that is provided to us. That is all. Sounds simple enough? There's a process. We receive a signage package called IFC, which stands for Issued for Construction. Within this package, the signage is specified. There's a drawing that is provided for each sign type. And there was approximately 170 sign types. We'll get to these in a minute. 
This drawing indicates the material, the shape, the size, how it's mounted, and a code for this, which is something like ABCD. This means the type of signage like directional identifiers, like for amenities. Then it's our job as the signage company and who's going to produce this to make a technical shop drawing that will eventually be stamped by an engineer. It's also our job to make an artwork package based on the artwork specifications that will need to be submitted to the consultant on the project. This particular person is hired by the owner. The shop drawing and artwork specifications then get submitted to the GC or the general contractor. The GC then submits to all parties that will have influence over our drawings. This could be another trade like the electrical or data subcontractor, the client's engineers, the consultants, the architects, and then we wait. For all of these stakeholders to review and submit back to the GC. Then they finalize and provide us the approved drawings. Or they provide us the drawings that note re and re, which means revise and resubmit. This process continues over and over again until all the shop drawings are submitted to the GC and respective people. In the case of the IFP project, we had over 170 shop drawings to submit as well as artwork packages. The shop drawings generally are typical. The sign is installed in this fashion, like a wall-mounted or a floor-mounted sign. The artwork package is a little bit different. We need a document called a schedule, which will provide the content for each sign at each location. So, if there's 300 of sign type B, there's 300 artwork layouts for this sign, as each one of these sign types says something different based on the area it's installed in. Clear? This can be a long process. When we were submitting for the artwork portion of the signage for this particular airport project, all of the alarm bells started ringing. Why? Because the owner and the consultants were still debating the artwork. What? I know this sounds crazy, but it's the truth. They weren't sure if certain pieces of content should be included or a symbol should look this way. So things were stalled. We needed to make a decision as a team. Do we produce the signage without artwork? This means that it will only be considered half done. Plus, sort of around this time frame, the changes started pouring into the project. This affected us being the last trade in sequence and we came after every other trade's changes were approved by a financial standpoint and completed so we could get into this area, confirm our location and position for the signage and actually proceed. Who were some of the other trades on site? When you think of construction, you likely think of framers, borders, insulation, electrical. Yep, you're right. But there's also the power and data trade, ceiling, walls, which can be made out of different materials. Like, of course, drywall, but phenolic panel, glass. 
diamond mesh plating, and more. There's also trades like coring and welding and flooring and carpet and masonry. And don't forget about painting. Did you know some of the steel columns need to have paint called intumescent paint, which has like 30 layers? Don't even get me started. All of these trades and more make up approximately 1,500 people on this job site. And there was approximately 12 women, and I was one of them. Pink hat and all. Working with all of these trades was very interesting. I learned a lot and have a ton of fodder for years to come. Have you heard of a scrum meeting? This is when your group or a group you need to work with has a daily meeting to discuss what you are doing, waiting on, who this may affect. This is also to know what you didn't complete from the previous day and why. Another trade may be waiting on you and vice versa. I came in last for completion, for the most part, but the position of my signs required things like power and data and coring through the floors, as well as plywood backing, etc., which interrupted other trades. These meetings were daily and for a specific area. Constantly introducing the changes that other trades had, as well as my own, were also discussed at these meetings. Set up as a round table, leading with the superintendent from that specific area, worker by worker, until we hear from everyone who needs something. This could take an hour or more, depending. These meetings were important and trying at the same time. Comparing drawings from one trade to the next was always interesting. What? Your drawing doesn't show this? Playing a game of Jenga to get all these pieces to sequence together without falling over or collapsing the schedule, scope, cost was my daily job of delivering and executing this project and with a positive attitude. My job was to balance all stakeholders from the architect, should he be phoning my personal cell to discuss changes that are coming, to the subtrades. What, your sign is moving again based on this change order? I didn't get a copy of this. To the general contractor, when are your signs coming? Oh, don't you remember? You approved this change order. They will be delayed to capture this change. To the painters, sorry Valerie, you can't install your signs because we have a change to repaint this wall. To the coring guys, Valerie, your sign can't go here as planned because there's a giant beam in the way of the cord locations. So now, it doesn't abide by engineering. This was the job that changed me. This is the project that I grew up in. This is the job that ended careers. Once the job progressed to a certain point, all of these workers were no longer needed. Workers would be up on ladders doing their thing and it would be payday. Supervisors would be delivering pay stubs and goodbye notes at the same time. Done. People retired early because this was their last big job, the last feather in their cap. For me, it was my first. 7,000 signs in the end, 200 sign types produced, shipped, and installed. 168 change orders executed. 1,200 deficiencies solved. The job is complete. This project was the biggest construction job in Alberta's history and the largest at the time in North America. Starting at 2 billion, 
I was there for 2014, 2015, 16, and 17. This is the project that taught me what the word deficiencies truly meant. I had 1,200 of them to solve. This job taught me what it meant to spar with men, trades, architects, contractors, stand my ground, and reflect personalities. If they were rude, be rude. If they are professional, be professional. This worked for me and continues to work for me. Thanks, Steve, for this incredible tip and great advice. This job taught me about really hard work. Business is personal. And one of my biggest challenges came from another female who had to make her stance. I still quite haven't gotten over this one. I'm contented about this opportunity. Being part of the remarkable venture for Calgary, Alberta, Canada and this IFP certificate for completion. Not an actual certificate, but a lessons learned never to be forgotten place in my professional career position. What's the job or project that changed you? How did it adjust you to your core? Why are you different because of it? What happened? Tell me. Text and email me, Valerie at ValerieMoss.ca and share your story. We all go through things like this in life, that once that thing or event happens, we are not the same in our profession and maybe personal world anymore. Thanks for listening to the show today. This was a story I pondered over on how to write to share with you. What I do as a PM service delivery in the construction world. I hope you enjoyed this segment into my daily life and my career over the last five years. It's an interesting job and I'll share more of my experiences with you over time. The intro and outro for this episode is recorded by London Moss. The theme music is Task Cam 40 by Jason Schnell. And some medley tunes I chose for this construction-themed podcast are reflected of the content within. Spooky Night Synth, Lobby Conversation, Pop Changes Layers 01, Drummer, Beat Machine Anton, Boomer FX 01, Construction Bot Topper, Record Player Scratching, Clock Windup, Alarm Clock Bell, Waiting Room Topper, Cheering Crowd Studio, and Skyline Piano. Thanks for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.